Welcome to day 249 of season two, shaped by the word, uh, the drama of scripture. And we've certainly entered into uh, the drama of scripture through the words of Isaiah as he describes both the mercy and the judgment of the Lord. And we can feel the tension between the two. We can feel, uh, you know, God's desire to redeem and restore and renew his people to bring him into his presence. But there unwillingness and the rebellion a rebellion that's been you know obvious you know from the from the garden on forward uh we have uh, always chosen to uh, reserve the right you know to choose what is best for ourselves to ignore you know the pleading of god to ignore the commands of god and, and to write our own commands and decrees to be in god's presence on our terms rather than his terms and so isaiah is, is a picture of that as we're closing you know the podcast yesterday uh, i'm paul camp by the way here with david keith and cindy camp as we're closing the podcast uh, yesterday uh, david said we didn't get a chance to cover you know a really important you know passage you know in, in, in this passage so david why don't you do uh, one of our outtakes from yesterday? <laughs> no, I just we really enjoyed it as, yeah. as we were looking at chapter 59. You know, obviously there's so much that just mm-hmm. points to what has already happened in narrative, what points to what's coming in the story of redemption. And there was just that fun, fun line in 59.6 that said, you know, speaking of the people, their cobwebs are useless for clothing, clothing which I agree with. <laughs> and they cannot cover themselves with what they make. And just a nod, you know, back to what we see in Genesis. Uh-huh. And when Adam and Eve rebel, they try to clothe themselves with with leaves, just such an insufficient covering. But then God covers them in the skins of animals, which points to a, a blood sacrifice for their covering, which way down the road points to Christ. Yeah. And, and, of course, you know, the, the Day of Atonement is Yom Kippur, which means the day of our covering. We, we try mm-hmm. to cover ourselves. And, you know, uh, the verse six, you know, that David read the first part of it said their their deeds are evil and their act of violence are in, in their hands. In other words, uh, what we think of as I'm a pretty good person is really no, you're not. And uh, so when we look to ourselves for our covering, it may as well be, you know, what an image we're covering ourselves with cobwebs, mm. or as in the garden we're using leaves, yeah. you know, to cover uh, to cover our shame. Mm-hmm. So that is a a, a, a nice. A nice image. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like I said, when I say nice image, I mean it's it's, it's a vivid image, yeah. you know, of what is happening. So today we turn to Isaiah sixty to sixty and sixty one. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for for the covering we've received in Christ. My goodness, mm-hmm. uh, our feeble attempts to do deeds that we think are good deeds but fall so far short and to impress others with the way we carry ourselves or the things we say or the way we behave uh, when no one is looking. We thank you, Father, that you've gone to the deepest recesses of our heart and even though we are full of shame and as far from you as we possibly be that you've redeemed us and brought us into your presence and you have covered us with Jesus. Mm -hmm. As we read today, may you continue your work in us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your your sons come from afar. Your daughters are carried on the hip. 
then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth and the seas will be brought to you. To you, the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephah and all of Sheba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. All Keter's flocks will be gathered to you. The rams of Nebioth will serve you. They will be accepted as offerings on my altar, and I will adorn my glorious temple. Who are these that fly along like clouds, like doves to their nests? Surely the islands look to me, and the lead are the ships of Tarshish, bringing your children from afar with their silver and their gold to honor of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Foreigners will rebuild your walls, and their kings will serve you. Though in anger I struck you, in favor I will show compassion. Your gates will always stand up, and they will never be shut day or night, so that people may bring you the wealth of the nations, their kings led in triumphal procession. For the nation or kingdom that will not serve you will perish, will be utterly ruined. The glory of Lebanon will come to you, the jimper and the fir and the cypress together, to adorn my sanctuary. And I will glorify the place for my feet. The children of your oppressors will come bowing before you. All who despise you will bow down at your feet and will call you the city of the Lord, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Although you've been forsaken and hated you with no one traveling through, I will make you an everlasting pride and the joy of all generations. You will drink the milk of nations and be nursed at royal breast. Then you will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Instead of bronze, I'll bring you gold and place of sil- and silver in place of iron. Instead of wood, I'll bring you bronze and iron in the place of stones. I'll make peace your governor and well-being your ruler. No longer will violence be heard in your land, nor ruin or destruction within your borders, but you will call uh, your walls salvation and your gates praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, nor will the brightness of noon shine on you, for the Lord will be your everlasting light, and your your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set again, your moon will never rain no more, the Lord uh, will be your everlasting light, and your days of sorrow will end. Then all your people will be righteous, and they will possess the land forever. They are the shoot that I have planted, the work of my hands, for the display of my splendor. The least of you will become a thousand, the smallest, a mighty nation. I am the Lord. In its time, I will do this swiftly. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me, anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks, foreigners will work your fields and vineyards, and you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations, and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. Instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I'll reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people. The Lord is blessed. 
I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with a garment of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. A bridegroom adorns his head like a priest as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the soil makes a sprout come up and a garden causes seed to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteous and praise spring up before all nations. An incredible passage, and of course we're, we're getting pictures of you know, what we see in that you know in chapter twenty-one of Revelation: the new heavens and the new earth. Mm-hmm. There's no need <clears throat> for sun or moon because the Lord and the Lamb will be its sun and its moon. Its doors <clears throat> will never you know never close, mm-hmm. and of course the wealth of the nations will pour into it. Mm-hmm. And the wealth of the nations, of course, here is is all the beauty of creation giving its uh, full devotion and bounty of its heart and, and, and everything you know to the Lord you know to the Lord Jesus Christ and the people of the Lord benefiting from the blessings that are due him or from his his victory mm-hmm. and from his so it's an interesting passage and we spent a little bit too long in the introduction and of course we read more than we <coughs> usually read oops Lights there. <laughs> but it, it, yeah there is so much here no, to what you're speaking of with you know the light to come it is Mm-hmm. Even from the start of Scripture, you know, we see it going from darkness to light, and that's even mm-hmm. talked about here. You know, darkness covers the earth; a thick darkness is over the people, but the Lord rises upon you, and His glory appears, and the nations will come. and And so, the the brightness of the dawn coming, and then ultimately, you know, pointing to Christ, the the light of the world. And so, I just love again the heart of God going, taking things from darkness, even ourselves, into light, and just seeing that's a theme that seems to be carried all throughout the scripture, um, which is cool to see. Right. <clears throat> we as God's people will never usher in the new heavens and the new earth. That's a work you know that is done by God and, and God along in his righteousness as he subdues his enemy and all you know all who fear him come to pay tribute to him and, and worship and honor. Um, but we've always been called to be a hint of what is yet to come. Mm-hmm. And that is to be a reflection of his light. And, of course, that's exactly what Jesus is saying when he talks about uh, being poor in spirit, uh, mourning over our sin and the sin in our world, being meek and gentle with those around us, hungering and thirsting, you know, for righteousness' sake. Uh, And then he says immediately after that 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 we'll be the light of the world, that that kind of character is it. And so light is not so much giving theological pronouncements to all around us or moral judgments on all around us, but it's showing them something exceptional that God has done in us, you know, through through the grace of the gospel. I love that, Paul, because I see that too in verse 21 um, when he talks about the people being righteous and possessing the land forever. He says, they are the shoot I have planted, the work of my hands for the display of my splendor. And just, it's a, I mean, it's a reminder um, of the nation of Israel, but also to us that we are created to be image bearers or Mm -hmm. bearers of God's image and bearers of God's splendor. So it's nothing about us, but we just reflect that, which is so beautiful. Yeah, no, it is. Mm -hmm. we are to the and the shoot that he has planted the works of his hands for mm-hmm. the display mm-hmm. of his his glory and splendor and, and of course as long as we are and this has been the challenge of isaiah to the people as long as we're living for our own glory and our own splendor uh we are uh not only robbing god of his glory and splendor but we are also cheating ourselves out of a greater glory and splendor that comes you know from the hand of the lord mm-hmm. if i'm mistaken isn't the start of <clears throat> isaiah 61 oh, no. the same words christ begins his ministry with as he grabs the scroll and 
and reads these words. It's so yeah. cool to see. Yeah. He didn't really grab the scroll, but it's just handed to yeah, him. Okay. But yeah, but uh, give me that. No, this is uh, the yeah. opening, you know, the opening sermon in the Gospel of Luke of Jesus, and this is the character that he brings. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, which is this wonderful year of jubilee when God restores those who've lost you know things in poverty this restores their fortunes and you have that kind of spiritual image to comfort all of those who mourn to provide for those who grieve to stone them a crown of beauty instead of a crown of ashes uh, the oil of joy instead of uh, the sackcloth of mourning a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair mm-hmm. and of course that is the work of our lord jesus christ yeah, and we get to end with um, being clothed with garments of salvation. There you go. Absolutely. And arrayed with rope of righteousness. Uh, so we get to exchange our cobwebs for a pretty righteous robe. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Mm-hmm. Thank you not only for uh, everything we read in 61 that you've already done in us and for us, but that you will one day do in us and for us in a, in a far fuller and more beautiful way. So we thank you for the work of grace we've now received. We mm-hmm. thank you for the hope that it plants deep in our heart. And we also thank you for the worship work of grace that lies ahead of us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.